Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an actress who you could have seen on the national tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. My guest today is Amber Hurst Martin. Have the Disney villains always been like some of your favorite characters in the Disney, you know, world? Yeah, you know, I think I always, I feel like I grew up during the, uh, the, the golden age of Disney, but I think probably a lot of kids would say that, but you know, when I was like eight or nine, I guess, maybe, maybe seven, I'd say eight is when Little Mermaid came out, you know? So it was like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, um, Aladdin, all of those came out within those, you know, boom, boom, boom every year. And prior to that, I really loved Sleeping Beauty. That's always been one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And Maleficent was definitely my favorite villain also had a big love for Ursula and uh and then I wanted to say Jafar too I loved Jafar from Aladdin so while I think I've always identified a bit more as uh you know a princess type (laughs) I definitely enjoy getting to to embody Maleficent because she's She's pretty fierce. Uh, Maleficent's one of my favorites, too. And I especially love the Angelina Jolie Maleficent movies. Yes, I've seen it. It was so good. Both of them are great. They really are. And I think that my favorite thing about Maleficent has always been her hands. Like, she has such elegant hands and nails. I just remember being a kid and being like, wow, I just, she's everything. Her cape and her headdress, you know. Yeah. And I had to be in green every time I played her. Right. So it was like you were playing Alphaba, but not really. <laughs> exactly. And we would have, it, like, we would have, you know, two show days. And it was amazing because you get in the green for the matinee. And it's like, I'm not going to ungreen and then re-green for the night show. So I would, like, go and have lunch <laughs> in the green makeup. <laughs> what was something fun about playing Maleficent on the Disney Cruise Line? Yeah, well, I think one of the most fun things was my entrance. Um, they had me kind of, like, appear. Ooh. She kind of appears in this cloud of smoke. And so they would fill the stage with the smoke, and then I would go up through, like, a trap door, and then I would just be there. Uh-huh. And the, the smoke and the audience would applaud. And that, I think that any time you get to make a grand entrance like that as a performer, it feels really cool. It's also kind of stressful, right, because – you're like, don't let the costume get caught on the trap door, or is my hat on? You know, are we ready to go? Um, but it's really cool when it comes off. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's the Disney magic. It really is. Yeah, it really is. After doing the Lion King show on the uh, boat, did you uh, did you like kind of get sick and tired of the songs afterwards for like a little while just because you've heard them so many times? You're like, oh, really? Can you feel the love tonight? Oh, Hakuna Matata again. <laughs> no, I have to say that is just one show that I just have always loved. Again, from that golden age of Disney, according to me, when mm-hmm. I was growing up. Um, and I think the music is just so beautiful. It really never gets old. You know, like I sang Circle of Life was my solo. And um, well, you know what? Actually, Jamie, that's not true I feel like I can't listen to Circle Life anymore. <laughs> but I still love the other music from uh, Lion King, just not, like, things that I specifically say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's still great music, but, like, after a while, like, I would think, like, oh, I'm just, I sing the song so many times. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to a better song. 
Yeah. One of the fun things about having sang that song, though, is uh, everyone always has, like, makeup like syllables for the at the beginning they're like oh it's just nonsense words but because i sang it i'm like no actually those are real words inguinyama inguinyama bala you know yeah like, like oh my god i didn't know it was real words i thought it was just like you know yeah like syllables <laughs> exactly or like i don't know yeah syllables i was thinking it's something like else. my nerdy little thing i'm like well actually those are real words yeah <laughs> Have you always wanted to go on a national tour of a show in some point of your career? Yes. You know, I love touring. Um, I still love touring. And I have done, I guess, I guess te- two, te- two national tours. Um, and I was really, really just blessed with the first one because Jesus Christ Superstar has been one of my favorite musicals since I was a little kid. Um, and the performance aspect of touring was obviously incredible. We got to go to all these different like venues and theaters and, you know, you see so much of the theater history of of shows being on the road for, you know, a hundred years or more now. Yeah. Um, definitely more. And then there's this other side of touring, which is like, you know, the travel. And I wasn't sure at first that it would be for me, you know, because it's a lot of like, um, hotel, hotel, hotel stays and then early mornings and you're sleeping on a bus, you're sleeping on a plane, but I actually really loved it. And I have such a love now for the entire hospitality industry because of it. Yeah. I love hotels. I love, you know, air travel. I love like all of the innovations that are being made there because I feel like, as a person who really worked on the road for years, like those comforts became so important to me that yeah. I just love it when they're, you know, when they're present and when they're not, you notice it. You're like, there's no restaurant for miles around. What are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the highlight of touring with Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh my gosh. So many things come to mind. Um, I mean, I got to see the whole country and, and parts of Canada that I don't know that I ever will see again. Um, you know, I love that wherever I go, somebody tells me where they're from, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Um, I've been to every state except Vermont. Like, my, my friends are trying to get a – they're like, you have to go on a ski trip if we're going to go to Vermont. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Uh, I'll check off my 50th state. That's so cool. Um, but I think one of the highlights was getting to work with Ted Neely, was the original um, Jesus from the movie back in the 70s mm-hmm. and we had because he's such a huge like figure within the Jesus Christ Superstar fandom we had a sold out standing ovation every night that's so every cool city, everywhere we went and it was really interesting to start your career with that kind of yeah you know that kind of love being outpoured from the audience and to see him you know, really take the time to talk to the fans and, and he was a great leader within the cast, making sure everybody was taken care of. Um, when everyone's families came, he would like spend time with the families, get to know them, you know. That's so cool. Yeah, and I think that was a highlight too, is get your family getting to see you, you know, because I got to go through my hometown and my family got to come see me in the theater where I went yeah. to. Yeah, I was going to say probably the theater that you probably went and saw shows at growing yeah, up. Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's always great having, like, a good leader who's, like, is dedicated as, like, I mean, and, like, genuinely dedicated. And, like, 
both on and off the stage. Yeah, and I feel like this was something I heard Kate Blanchett say recently on another podcast I love called Smartless. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's a, it's a podcast with uh, Jason Bateman and um, Will Arnett, and they basically they have a different person on every week to kind of talk about things mm-hmm. they've, they've done, similar to your podcast. Yeah. Um, but Kate Blanchett was on, and she was like, you know, I spent years of my life thinking that being a leading lady meant I had the biggest dressing room and I had, you know, the star treatment. Mm-hmm. And she's like, then I realized that being a leading lady meant that I was in charge of making sure that every person – Every cast member, every crew member, every individual involved with the production was taken care of. I love that. That's, yeah. Yeah, I love that a lot. When you did Little Shop of Horrors and you did, you, and playing the same role twice, did you kind of feel going into the second show, like kind of, was it a little bit more, I don't know if relieving is the right word, but like, or more confident into it because you've been there and you've played that role before and you're going in again like going in again you're like oh I've done this I kind of have a good feel of what I'm doing yeah I would say yes and also no I think there's always this wonderful kind of you know senioritis when you're coming back to a score that you know really well um of like oh yeah you know I've done this before I, I know it <laughs> yeah and Jesus Christ Superstar I've, I've done those shows now a couple times um and it's it's great to come back to them. But at the same time, for me, I think a challenge that I experienced was uh, releasing previous productions, you know, like it's hard to, um, I mean, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to, to experience something with fresh eyes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I really liked it when we did it like this before, mm-hmm. but you don't want to ever be that person. You always want to be the person, the actor who's in, you know, embracing the new. Yeah. Experience, but yeah, yeah, you don't want to hold too tight on the old, old production, exactly. Yeah, is Rent one of your favorite musicals? Because it's definitely one of mine, it's absolutely one of my favorite musicals. And getting to play Joanne was a dream come true for me. Um, I hope to do it again, I hope to bring some senioritis to Rent soon. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, I was in high school, my friends and I we used to just rock out to those songs and drive around in my blue cabrio convertible <laughs> 92 like falling apart car um and you know sing those songs and we were true like theater kids just loving that you know that whole show yeah it, it, it was the first show i saw post covid really uh-huh that's a good one to get back in with yeah and it was my first time seeing a stage production of it because it's, so, it's usually like a, I've seen it as a concert so many times. It's rare to see a stage production. Yeah, there was a Nanak National Tour, the farewell tour. Oh, nice. You know, some of the people that I was in the production yeah. with were in that. What were some of your favorite, like, Joanne moments, like, in the show? Oh, my gosh. Because she's I got some pretty good ones. She has some great ones. I mean, what a, what a track. Um, I loved... <laughs> silly but I loved and I didn't think I would love it when we were first blocking it but there's this you know section of lovey bohem where everyone's dancing and and doing their thing and then Joanne keeps coming in from the street where she's been packing up all of Maureen's junk with no help you know from her when Maureen's dancing on the table and um, I really loved those moments because I think that you get to see Joanne as this person who is just really trying to express her love 
to this girl mm-hmm. and is she's very giving and caring and um you know steady in that way mm-hmm. and um in my personal life I'm much more of a Maureen you know I'm much more like ah! yeah and my partner is the steady you know like calming influence yeah I love that she kind of is away from all of the action and then she gets to join in and dance and and be on the table and go crazy and and dance with Angel so I would say that was probably one of my very favorite moments oh for sure yeah I loved um we're okay and she's just sitting there and just like she I mean she's frustrated but she's like you know like expressing her frustration through belting Yeah, and I love Love You, Bohem too. I love Take Me or Leave Me. I love Tango Maureen. Yeah, love Tango. Tango was, you know, it's a real labor of love. I remember we started rehearsals for Tango the very first day, and there was not a day that my Mark and I um, didn't run it. Ah. Yeah, yeah it, my Mark was uh, Ben Bogan, and he and I every day were like, oh, let's do Tango. Yeah. Just run a break, because it's, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. You've got the equipment, you He's got a scarf. He's got a bag. Um, you don't want to trip over the cords. Exactly. Don't trip over the cords. Number one thing. Um, but that was one of my favorite numbers as well. Yeah. There's so... There's... I say Rent is a genius piece of work. Like, it's pure just genius and... Ugh, I love it so much. Yeah. There's also this moment in the opening number in Rent itself where, you know, Joanne comes on and she does her thing. And I kind of spun out on a staircase, which was always terrifying for me. My director was like, well, cut it. I don't want you to be scared. And I was like, no, I really want to do it. I want to get it right, you know? So I spin out on a staircase. I sing my, my bit. And then I go off stage. But I still sing off stage, right? Yeah. And I loved the moment as, like, camaraderie. Because I would stand and watch everybody, like, rocking out on stage. And I would be like, yes, this is my team. This is my my you know my family yeah it was was it during that scene like maureen i'm not a theater person exactly yeah and then she goes off and then they're like ah, and she gets to just we'll never it. be a theater person yeah. <laughs> you can t- you can tell i probably have listened to the soundtrack a million and five times after seeing the show oh, it's so good so good what did you get to- so i was looking over the tv shows that you've done and what and th- there are some pretty cool ones on that resume. So what did you like it to do on Dance Moms and I Am Kate and This Is Us? Yes. So um, uh, one of the most, like, fulfilling parts of my career was when I was on the It Gets Better tour. And the It Gets Better tour is essentially, it's an anti-LGBTQ bullying Ooh. musical where they take... Um, Well, the musical is not necessarily anti-bullying. The musical is where they take true stories from individuals saying, hey, when I was young, this awful thing was happening. Mm -hmm. And I persevered through life, and now things got better. Yeah. To give kids hope that are experiencing any kind of um, oppression or, or trauma as kids. Yeah. And that was what the musical was about. Mm -hmm. So I would play real people right two real people right yeah and then the added component to that was that we went into the schools and we would talk to the kids about like what specific issues of bullying specifically lgbtq related they were experiencing mm-hmm. and it was really rewarding for me because i got to perform every night and i got to help people during the day specifically like you know kids yeah so, 
So we were, we traveled all over the country and then we were invited to be on uh, Dance Moms, which was a crazy day. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it's Abby Lee Miller related. It's probably a crazy something. Absolutely. Um, and like, we, it was just funny to be doing an anti-bullying message on like one of the biggest bullying shows. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, listen, moms, this one's actually for you, not for the kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, kids, this is great for you and pay attention, but moms pay extra close attention. Yes. And for I Am Kate, we had a trans character in the story. So, uh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner was uh, interested in, you know, hearing that story and, and promoting that story. So I don't know. That was also a crazy, crazy day. So, <laughs> yeah. For sure. What about, was This Is Us the same? Oh, so This Is Us was a separate project that I did um, where I, I played like a featured dancer. And I remember I had a terrible time with that show, though, because um, they, you, as you can see, I have naturally curly hair. And they wanted it to be in a bun, but they didn't tell me that ahead of time. Ooh. So when I got to the set, which was really cool, because, you know, you're, you're driving onto the Paramount lot for the first time. And yeah. And like, really cool. And then this woman was just, like, ripping through my curls to the point where it hurt so bad that I was, like, crying. Ooh. Yeah, because she was pulling it back into this bun, and I was like, this can't be how, you know, hair care is handled at this level of, of professional. Yeah. You know, like, that was a bit of a rough day, I would say. But isn't that amazing, though? I just mentioned all three TV shows, and it's like, you think, like, wow, somebody's on a TV show. That's so awesome. That's so cool. But, like, the day itself is so stressful. And I'm sure it is, and especially because you're, like, on a TV show and you don't want to, like, screw up, and maybe, like, they'll have you back. So you want to, like, make a good impression. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, such is life. Yeah. Has there ever been a time where you auditioned for a part and you went into the audition and you're like, I'm never going to get this. I highly doubt I got it. And you get the call saying you got it. I remember being really ecstatic when I got Jesus Christ Superstar because I, I went into that audition with so much confidence. Yeah. But then through the callback process, you kind of get, lose it a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, like, am I doing what they want still? Yeah. Um, so I remember when I got the call for that, I was really, really pleased. I think Disney may have been one of the most surprising ones. Uh -huh. The audition was so low-key that I was kind of like, is this just a required call? Like, are they even... Are they... Did I get it for sure? Yeah. yeah, and then they offered it to me in the room, which that very rarely happens. Yeah. So, um, that, was, that was one that surprised me, and... Uh, yeah, you know, it's always the ones where I was having fun, usually. That's yeah. I've learned that if I'm having fun, half of the time the phone will ring. And if I'm stressed, like, I've got to book this, then it, it won't ring. Exactly. What are some of your favorite movies? Oh, my gosh. That question. The question. The question. <laughs> I love, I'm a big uh, TV shows and, and movies person. Me too. When I was a little girl, uh, my mom and I used to watch a lot of very old movies together. So my favorite movie is called Love in the Afternoon. Um, it is an old movie from the 50s, and it's starring Gary Cooper and... No, no, it's Gregory Peck. Not Gary Cooper. It's Gregory Peck and Audrey Hepburn and Maurice Chevalier. And it takes place in Paris. It's black and white. The 
this just really charming, lovely, old Oscar Wilde film. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really love the movie Clue from the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. during, like, everyone, like, Madeline Kahn and yeah. Lloyd and um, uh, Tim, Tim Curry. Like, I just yeah. love that movie. Uh, very formative for me when I was growing up. I love Dirty Dancing. Great one. For sure. Can't go wrong with that movie. Love the Sandlot. Have you ever seen the Sandlot? Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm also I'm a big baseball fan, so um, that movie was a big one for me. And I also I'm kind of into action movies, so I love like a you know like a Kill Bill or there's this movie Wanted that came out that I loved randomly. Like it didn't even do that well, but I I will scream about it to people. You know? Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, that ha- that happens a lot. Sometimes movies get a bad rap, and they're actually really good. And you like go around and preach it to people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you tend to wake up really early in the morning? So I actually am m- more inclined towards sleeping in. Me too. I definitely try to get myself to wake up, and there have been times in my life where I was like. See everyone, if you just get up at six AM you can do everything. But for for me, uh the way that my body works is that like if I'm up that early then by three PM she needs a nap. Yeah, know? I'm the same way. I'm like I need to be in bed. I don't even have to be sleeping, I just need to be in my bed playing on my phone. Exactly, yeah. So I I'm not up super early. I usually get up around eight now. Yeah. Would you ever want to go on tour again? Oh yes, I'm hoping to, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love touring. I would, I would go in a heartbeat. Would you ever want to do another Disney musical in some capacity? Absolutely. Well, Frozen, of course, would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do, oh, gosh, really any of them. Um, Little Mermaid would be amazing. Um, now that there's going to be a live-action movie, I think they're going to revamp it, and then they're going to redo it, and it's going to be, like, a whole, like, regenerated version. Real, yes, I think so. I think I hope, so. That would be cool. I remember the last time they did it on Broadway, she was on roller skates. That was kind of wild. Yeah, Sierra Bogus was on, yeah, they, she was on like Heelys or something. Yeah, like Heelys. Yeah, Heelys were very in at the time. <laughs> yep, they, they kind of were. Definitely. It was like 2000, what, eight, seven? Mm-hmm. Does performing make you hungry? Yes. It makes me starving. That's such a good question, Jamie. <laughs> Like, literally every time I finish a show, I'm like, where are we eating? What are we having? I'm so hungry. Oh, I would be the same way. When was the last time you got to see a movie in a movie theater? When was the last time you walked into a movie theater, sat in the chair, went to the movies? I can tell you exactly when. It was last week. I went to the IMAX 3D movie theater to see Avatar 2, one of my favorites. Was Was it worth the hype? Yes. Absolutely worth it. Because I have really bad ADD, so I don't know if I could sit there for three and a half hours. Yeah, it was long, but like what I loved about it is it felt like multiple movies, kind of, because the, the storyline took, like, we didn't even get to the water, you know, it's called Way of the Water. Right. You didn't even get to the water until, like, you know, an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in the water. So it gives you kind of a, this new thing to, to, um, I'm saying sensually, but I mean, like, you know, the senses. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like the colors and especially in 3D, it was really cool. Yeah. I've been to Pandora at Disney World. It's great. Really? Uh Uh-huh. I would love to go to that. I'm such an Avatar fan. I think it's. 
Have you ever staged Dora as a fan? Yes, I have actually. Um, years ago, well, actually, I did this year. I went to go see the production of Cyrano de Bergerac that had my one of my celebrity crushes was James McAvoy, and he was in the play in at BAM in Brooklyn. And so I went and staged Dora. Of course, my friend was mortified. She was like, "I can't believe you're making me do this." <laughs> and before that, I staged Dora after was it. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that had John Lithgow in it many, many years ago. I love I John Lithgow. He's so funny. Yes, I remember stage drawing, and there were so many people there that he actually ended up stepping on my foot. Oops. <laughs> but, but, hey, you could say you, you're, you could, John Lithgow stepped on your foot. That's exactly my story. I'm like, yes, oh, John Lithgow, he stepped on my foot. <laughs> yeah. What show would you like to see a revival of someday that, like, Ooh, needs a comeback for, like, the next generation to get introduced to? Yeah, I was just saying the other day that I feel like hair needs to come back. I feel like hair has been, it was big, like, I would say in the early 2000s. Yeah, I, also, I had some friends in it, yeah. I also love Aida, and I'd love to see it done the correct way, you know, with, mm-hmm. like, people from the descent that they're actually talking about. Yeah. Like, Middle Eastern actors and and uh, Nubian actors where they actually have, like, that chance to play yeah absolutely not that i don't love my adam pascal i do love him (laughs) (laughs) i I saw him as edward in pretty woman he was great really Uh uh-huh yes my friend jade is on that tour yeah i saw him play edward and he was he was pretty good i'm not gonna lie yeah he's great but i kept thinking roger 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 (laughs) and what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you that not a lot of people know about me um i have been to egypt five times Ooh. i love to embroider i do a lot of embroidery cool um and i'm a big like planner person like stationary planners notebooks me stickers. too love it like oh, i'm the same way with those for hours and i would be like goodbye world i'm good i love <laughs> i love colored pens and i love some stickers Yes, absolutely. And I recently like met a friend who was like, this is my sticker binder. And I was like, did we just become best friends? Like, what? Do you have a sticker binder? <laughs> Me too. Yes. <laughs> I have everything from Disney princesses to Lisa Frank in here. I love it. Yes, Lisa Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, I've been speaking with Amber Hurst Martin from the National Tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm chatting with Kate Marley from the national tour of Beetlejuice.